Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, October 18th, 2020, and it is raining in Costa Rica, where I am in beautiful Escazú. So, what's going on in the stars? It's been an interesting week as the sun has touched every uh, planet in Capricorn and then also Mars last week. So there were some things that were really intense. There were a few uh, carryovers from the Pluto going direct. There were a few carryovers from Mars squaring Pluto. Pluto's sort of just starting to move forward now. And so I think last week, earlier in the week, was a little tough, and then it gradually got better. Like the energy I felt shift a bit, you know, maybe later in the week when Thursday, Friday, definitely yesterday was better. But but when we had that new moon, it triggered Pluto. So maybe on some level you felt empowered and maybe on another level you felt disempowered. But there was some of that, you know, there was a little bit of each of those things where, you know, you you probably felt the wave of, yeah, I feel great. I'm doing great. And then uh, maybe I'm not so great. <laughs> you know, you start off the day, you feel good, you feel empowered, and then by the end of the day, you're like, mm, you know, I, I just, I don't know what's wrong with me, that kind of thing. It was, I found Friday was a little bit like that, like wavering from mood to mood because the moon touched so many things. And so it's uh, something we can observe on a regular basis because we can, you know, talk about the astrology and we can watch through the hours how everything changes. And this was, this was really important. Um, so that was a big new moon. It was an important new moon as it's really squared Pluto and then moved on to Saturn and all. So, so we're past all that now and we're still in the phase of the new moon. So if you did do a ritual or wanted to do a ritual or wanted to initiate something, um, that was, you know, a new idea or something, then that was the time to do it under under that new moon. You, If you still wanted to try some manifesting or make a wish or something, nothing huge because we still have lots of retrogrades. But if you were shifting attitude about something and you felt the need to um, work with your energy a different way, that was a good day to start doing it. And we're still in that new moon phase. So if you want to do a new moon ritual or manifestation, you can still do it. It's only Sunday. It's only a couple days afterwards. So yeah, I would say go ahead. But today, um, there's been some interesting aspects as the sun squares Saturn. And that was this morning, 9.58 a.m. Eastern time. And so the sun squaring Saturn was uh, is sort of the end of the sun's traveling the end of Libra and squaring, you know, that triple crown in Capricorn, that big cluster in Capricorn. And so the good news is, is we're coming to the end of that. And the really good news is that the sun is, even though it shows us the light and all, and that, that was, that's good. We needed to see that, you know, it shone a light on those planets it was still a challenging aspect. It still challenged them. So we still had some humps to get over. So one of the things that we want to pay attention to is that 
the sun is now going to leave this coming week. It's leaving the sign of Libra for the year. And on Thursday, it's going to go into Scorpio at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So it's going to go do its Scorpio route that it does for a month every year. And one of the things that's really interesting is that the sun has now made all of those aspects to those planets in Capricorn. First, there was the conjunction back in January. Then there was the first square when it was, you know, in Aries back in April. And then it made the opposition when it was in Cancer in July. And now Libra, the sun has finished and it's gone through its whole, you know, business with those planets in Capricorn in hard aspect. The aspects coming won't be as complicated. Like once the sun is in Scorpio, it'll make a nice smooth aspect to the planets in Capricorn. It will come into Capricorn, of course, at the end of the year. And then we expect it to touch those planets. But guess what? Things are changing. So by the time the sun goes into Capricorn around the 22nd of December, Saturn and Jupiter will be finished with Capricorn and they'll be in Aquarius. So the sun will greet Pluto later in January and conjunct, and then it will eventually meet those planets again, the Saturn and Jupiter, but they will be in Aquarius this time. It will not be the same as 2020. There is not going to be, oh, the sun hits Saturn, then it hits Pluto, or it hits Pluto and then Jupiter and then Saturn. No, we're done. And so I think this is a moment. I think this is a moment where we can look back at this year and look at where we've been and how we have accomplished things or have been stopped from accomplishing things due to what's gone on in this year globally. And it's been complicated, obviously. So, you know, as we reach the end of Libra and the sun finishes its journey there, it's going to be, you know, the sun is our life. It's our life force. It's our light. It's where we shine. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see the sun sort of like really start to move forward and not be entangled with that cluster of energy, which is so intense in Capricorn. So while we still have to get through Mars, Mars is still going to be involved with them. The sun will not be. And the sun, you know, is our guiding force. The sun does the same routine every year. And now finally, things are going to change enough so that the sun will not be involved with them. And that's a shift in our own consciousness. That means that after today, we're going to start feeling something different and we're going to start focusing on what's next. Now, one of the things that happened, okay, so it's the sun squared Saturn, but also Venus has opposed Neptune today. And so Venus opposite Neptune, you know, it's a hard aspect, but Venus is the planet of love and beauty and light and creativity. And Neptune is the planet of vision and meditation and spirituality and sometimes delusion and illusion. And so what I realized was today was a good day to think about where we've been and think about how we have experienced these challenges each and every time, you know, from the very beginning of January, it's like the sun hit those planets and then it hit them again and then again and then again in these last, in this last week. And I think this was, you know, um, 
in where I live, in the community where I live, I think we have had, we have been very, very fortunate. We're kind of in a little bubble here in Costa Rica where I live. And not everyone is like that. But, you know, we did get touched by these, the hardship of, of the, this cluster. In this last week, we got touched by it. And I think we have been very, very fortunate. And I was saying to a friend of mine, we've been fortunate, and this is the first time all year where we had to really deal with something complicated and difficult. And, you know, gratitude for, for not being hit every day all the time every with something we coped with everything very well here and this was kind of like ugh, the, you know a, a final blow but it was um you know this is now now we're moving into something else now we're moving into a different story and the venus opposite neptune is the creativity that we all have to have right now and the creativity where we are being completely, um, you know, asked to visualize our future. And what vision have you had all year? And what did you do creatively to navigate this global circumstance? Did you do something like really creative, like artistic? Or how did you navigate your life? Well, what did you do? How did you manage? How did you juggle things? And Venus and Neptune coming together are something very special because this only happens once a year and Venus goes opposite Neptune and you know Venus has touched Neptune throughout the year as well but it is certainly something that we have to pay attention to because now it's not just it's not just okay woo the sun is finished what did we reap what did like what did we sow what did we reap and sow in this year in this process you know, it's Saturn we're talking about today. There's reaping and sowing. There's, you you know, you'll reap as you have sowed. Um, so what are we doing? What about creativity? What what did you have to do to get creative? How did you navigate your personal relationships, which is also Venus? Where have you had to get steely and like just sort of nose to the grindstone? Where did you get inspired, which is Neptune? And so this, these are questions we're asking each other and asking ourselves right now because we are talking about how to move forward because now things are, like, for example, here in Costa Rica, well, now people can drive on the weekends. Before it was according to your license plate, you had to, you know, drive one day or the other. You couldn't drive both Saturday and Sunday. You had to drive either, either day according to your license plate. Now you get to drive both days but only till 9 p.m. So... It's interesting, like, okay, yesterday I went out for a, a you know, good power walk and there were people everywhere, everybody was driving and I've never seen so much traffic in months. And it was like, everybody just was like sprung free from prison, like, let's go. And so I think Venus and Neptune is like, well, what haven't we done? Who haven't we seen? Let's go see somebody. Now, this crisis is not over, obviously, we're still all using alcohol gel. We're still all wearing masks. We still have to social distance. We still have to, you know, wait in line to get in places. We, certain things aren't open. But we are moving into something different. And 
I think one of the things we have to be aware of is how we, we have to really sit with ourselves. And Venus, Neptune is intuition and meditation and those good things. And some of the things that we have to sit with ourselves about is to connect to whatever it was that we wanted to accomplish during this time. And, you know, we're all still working on things. We're all still doing things. Um, it's a weird, it's a weird experience because on one level you think, oh, there was this big chunk of time and I did absolutely nothing. Or there was this big chunk of time and I had to do everything. I had to teach my kids at home. I had to work too. And I had to like work from home and be home with everybody else and teach my kids and, and not, not be working my own job. Cause I had to like do things with, um, my children who needed me, who had to be there, you know everything got changed. And so I think that there's a weird uh, dynamic for each of us. Like, wow, there was all this time. Well, I didn't get to clean out my closet because I was too busy saving my business. Well, yeah, you know, (laughs) Um, maybe that was the case. Maybe there was, I really want to get back to work. And I feel like I've, I don't feel fulfilled by my job because I'm not around the people that I, the community that I had at work, you know, and how our lives are changing. So one of the incredible things about this is really sort of sitting back and intuiting what's next, acknowledging the end of the era, being aware of what we need to do next and where we feel we are might be lacking or where we didn't get enough or, you know, like, you know, on the one hand, this ain't going away anytime soon. On the other hand, you know, we still, you know, we still have to be careful and all. And, and on the other hand, everybody's got to get back to life because things have to, you know, things have to move. People have to live. People have to earn money and support their families and, and get their kids to school and stuff. And so I think what's happening is there's a certain level at which that I don't think much has changed, but, you know, we don't have... We don't have the the level at which that we have we have more knowledge than we had eight months ago, but we still have the same like nothing's changed like everybody's not getting a vaccine for example there's no real answer so we're we're sort of cautiously getting back to life and that's Saturn you know Sun Saturn we're cautiously getting back to life Venus Neptune says we're where do I need to focus my vision now? And what does my vision need to be? Now tomorrow, which is the 19th, um, the moon goes into Sagittarius early in the wee hours, about quarter to 12 a.m., quarter to 1 a.m., rather. And here that's about quarter to 11 p.m. tonight. And, you know, it's, it's moving through Sag. It's not making so much aspects until Tuesday. But tomorrow's, tomorrow's another like round of aspects Venus now because of where Venus is and Venus is in you know Venus is in Virgo and Venus is living she's not in her own sign till the end of the month but she's living in Virgo and now she's coming to the end of Virgo where she's making a very lovely trine aspect a smooth aspect to those planets in Capricorn so tomorrow she trines Jupiter and Wednesday she trines Pluto 
And then eventually, Saturday, the 24th, she tried Saturn. So so where the sun squared everything last week, and it was a little hard, and we were forced to look at things, and we got some enlightenment and sort of answers, Venus is going to come in and kind of smooth things over, because that's what she does. She's lovely. She's creative. She's, um, you know, festive. She's friendly. She's, you know, where all the social things happen. And so Venus starts to talk to these planets in a in a nice way and she smooths over what the sun was rough with last week and what mars has been rough with now tomorrow mars squares jupiter and mars comes this is it mars is coming back around for that second round of stuff of adventure with the planets in capricorn so while mars is challenging jupiter venus is talking sweetly to jupiter now these are the relationship planets so we're trying to find our way through this and navigate through our relationships. So can I see people? Should we see people? Can we go out? Can we socialize? Are things opening up? Maybe things are opening up. And here we are also, you know, it's, it's October. It's the end of October, mid, middle, more towards the end of October. And people start talking about the holidays and they start getting ready for the holidays. And, for me, it's too soon. I'm one of those people that doesn't want to know about it till December, <laughs> except for Thanksgiving, you know. Um, but there's no Thanksgiving here, so I make Thanksgiving. Um, but honestly, I really don't like, I'm not an early holiday kind of person. And what people are starting to think about is how they're going to manage it this year. Are they going to see their families? Can they not see their families? Could they? Can they travel to see their families? Or are they? are they not going to be able to do that? So... This is, this is one of those things. Now, Mars and Venus are the relationship planets, like I said, and they are both talking to Jupiter, the planet of expansion, the planet of knowledge and philosophy. And, and so we're going to get two versions tomorrow. There's the Mars version, which happened back in August and, you know, how Mars squared Jupiter back in August. And what was that about for you? And then... We had, you know, we're going to have Venus making nice, nice to Jupiter. So she's going to smooth things over. So while we will look at what the second part of the story, the next chapter in all of this is, you know, because remember Mars is triggering these things and Mars is the planet of war. It's the warrior planet and it's triggering Jupiter. So on the one hand, Jupiter and Mars are assertive. Mars squaring Jupiter, I'm going to push forward. I want to push forward and I want to do something radical and I want to just like get, oh, let's just get on with it already. And Venus is saying, hey, you know what? Have some patience. Let's just sort of take a step back and connect with how we can do things maybe differently and, and do this from a practical viewpoint because Venus and Jupiter are in Earth signs. Mars just, you know, and Mars is kind of frustrated right now because it's retrograde. So in the meantime... You'll remember that Mercury is retrograde, and that happened, you know, last week, last Tuesday, the 13th. But before, Ven uh, sorry, Mercury went retrograde, it was opposing Uranus on the 7th of October. So what happened for you on the 7th of October, around there, 6th, 7th, 8th of October? Anything interesting? Because Mercury opposed Uranus, so Mercury and Scorpio, which is, you know, digging deep into the feel into the feelings and into the intellect and and digging deep for information well mercury is opposing uranus 
Mercury's opposing Uranus. And what happened on the 7th? Because that was chapter 1, and this is chapter 2. So we've got two chapter 2 aspects happening tomorrow. Mars in its retrograde going back to Jupiter, as it did in August, and then Mercury opposing Uranus. Now, Mercury and Uranus are like electrical ideas and innovation and brilliance and genius and and complete, um, complete, you know, like lightning strikes and I get a brilliant idea. That's Mercury, Uranus. It's also a little, you know, sometimes your nerves are a little racked or a little anxious or something. But what there was must have been something seated or acknowledged or whatever on Wednesday the 7th or around that time because since then now we're almost, you know, almost two weeks past it and there it is. Mercury is opposite Uranus again. And this is the retrograde. So Mercury will once again oppose Uranus, but it won't be for a while. It won't be till Mercury goes direct and this won't be till November and... You know, and then it will give you the final chapter on all of that. But the interesting thing is that Mercury opposes Uranus, and it is really um, an interesting intellectual process and connection. So, well, let's watch tomorrow, Monday the 19th, and see what happens if we are going to indeed have some reruns or recognitions or revisits to things that happened in August and that happened a couple weeks ago. And are they connected? And on some level, I'm sure they are. As we move through the week, we will see that, you know, again, Venus talking sweetly to Pluto on Wednesday. And Venus and Pluto are usually an intense duo because it's the planet of love and the planet of deep desire and intensity and passion and and power and and so but it's a nice aspect so you know venus talking nicely to these planets is going to help us sort of transition and understand what's where our creativity is going where we can socialize again who we want to reconnect with um and where we've been and sort of where we've been with ourselves in these last eight months or so and and what we're taking away from this and what do we what what do we want to do with all of this what do we want to create from our experience of the year and you know I, I, no one's life is the same there's some there some people maybe their life is unchanged on some levels but there's some part of it that's everyone is subjected to a new era so what do we want and and what do we want because venus is what we want or desire so today she opposed neptune tomorrow she's she trines jupiter which makes it a little easier to find out what you want and then she trines pluto on wednesday and then saturday she trines saturn so she's asking us what we want She's saying, you know, you had a vision. Is this what, the way it was? Is this the way it turned out? Is it better than you expected? Or do you need to make some adjustments? And, you know, I think feel, things feel incomplete. And I think Venus is asking us what's incomplete and how do we 
you know, go forward. Things we still are in an unknown and it's still incomplete. We're moving forward. We just don't know exactly how we're moving forward and we just have to kind of deal with it. And Venus is saying, okay, what's incomplete about this? And what do I want from this? What do I want? Venus is what we desire, what we want. And what do I, what do I really want to make from this? How do I want to come out of this and look back at this year and say, wow, I, I changed this and I did this and something incredible happened. And I really hope for each of and every one of you that you can walk away from this year um, satisfied by something that you've done, that you've connected with, that you've achieved. Something has given you um, a satisfaction, a new lease on life, a new perspective, um, a new view. And look out for that this week because as Venus moves, she's going to start to show us what that is. Um, and I hope you've been keeping a journal about it. The sun leaves Libra on Thursday, the 22nd, enters the sign of Scorpio, the sign of passion and intensity and, and uh, you know, deep thoughts and deep things and mystery and suspense. And, you know, so this is when we like to stay home and watch mystery movies and, and stuff like that. And, um, but it's also a time of great passion. It is also a time of tapping into oneself deeply. Um, that is what Scorpio does. It's always about that. It always connects to something deep and, and profound and Scorpios like good, deep experiences. So we go into the deep part of the year when things start to seem dark and, and, you know, um, the, the darker moments in the month of, of, uh, Scorpio. And, so the sun enters 7 p.m. on Thursday, Eastern time. And so then we move into um, the weekend where the sun makes its conjunction with Mercury in Scorpio. It, that always happens. When Mercury is retrograde, the sun and Mercury meet up and during the retrograde. And this is the time on next Sunday, the 25th, where the two of them will meet together. So there's an intellectual stimulation. There's an aha moment because the moon, I mean, the sun and Mercury get connected. But the moon actually is going to be involved because the moon will be in Pisces and will be making a trine to both Mercury and the sun in Scorpio. So this is all, next weekend is very watery. Um, you know, when, as the moon moves into Pisces next Sunday, later in the day, it's going to make those relationships to the sun and Mercury and, you know, we'll be sensitive and hopefully connect deeply because the moon will be um, giving us the opportunity to do that. Now, we still, this isn't actually not such a rough week. Um, there's always going to be that time when the moon moves into a cardinal sign and triggers those planets in Capricorn. And this week that will happen as the moon goes into Capricorn on Wednesday. So as I mentioned before, the moon is going to be in Sagittarius, goes in tomorrow, stays till the wee hours of Wednesday morning. And it's void from 1138 PM Eastern time, Tuesday through Wednesday, when it goes into Capricorn, 244 AM Eastern time. And then when we get up in the morning 
on this side of the world. The moon will be in Capricorn on Wednesday. And then it starts to really trigger those Capricorn planets on Thursday. So what it's going to do is it's going to conjunct Jupiter. And then it's going to conjunct Pluto. And then on Friday, it will make its conjunction to Saturn. But it'll be the wee hours of Friday morning. So, you know, every week... There's a moment, there's a moment when the moon hits one of those cardinal signs, Aries, Libra, Capricorn, Cancer. This week it's Capricorn, last week it was Libra, and it's going to make the aspect to those planets, and it's going to trigger something. So I find that what happens is we're going along in our week, and then suddenly there's this moment and it's a little hard and it makes us confront stuff and it's you know cranky and irritable and not fun and maybe we run up against a wall and maybe we get triggered and every week this is going to happen until those planets get their way out of um capricorn but that won't be till December. So what does this mean? This means that uh, Thursday's the big hot day this week as the sun moves out of Libra into Scorpio and we get, you know, triggered a bit with Jupiter and Pluto and then Saturn. So Thursday's, Thursday's the day where we're just sort of like, we might be a little ornery. Now, if you feel that way, you know that there's something that you probably still have to confront about the circumstances that we've lived through in this year. And where have you been blocked? Where have you been restricted? Where have you been told no? Where have you been told, sorry, you can't come in? Where have you been like just ready to bang your head against the wall? That's Thursday. Okay. So every week there's something. And like I said, last Friday, it, you know, you might've started out. Okay. The last planet that these guys are hitting, the moon is hitting and everybody's hitting, is Saturn. So, you know, Saturn is later than the other two. So this is where it's just, you know, it's like, oh, I started out okay. I had energy because, you know, the moon hit Jupiter or Venus hit Jupiter. And then it's like, oh, it's hitting Saturn now. Oh, okay. And it's Saturn is like the big, you know, the big heavy sigh. And so when we when we have that moment when the moon touches Saturn as we did last Friday night <laughs> and we'll have this Thursday night, <laughs> it will be, it will be that big collective sigh, just sort of, uh, you know, because it still feels heavy. You know, that's a lot of energy in one area of the Zodiac and it's Capricorn is a very serious sign. It's not like frivolous, like Sagittarius is a little more fun. This is, this is heavy duty. And so it's asking us to be serious and pointed and, and focused and committed and work hard and, and be responsible. And so, you know, we don't feel like being responsible. We, you know, we've had enough responsibility. It's been a hard year. Um, but as we move into the weekend, you know, Friday morning, 8, 17 AM, the moon will go into Aquarius, which is always interesting. And, uh, intellectual and there's always breakthroughs and the desire to be innovative and, and be with the community and be with your groups and stuff. So, um, and then Sunday night it goes into Pisces. So 
basically, you know, we're leaving behind Libra this week. We're going into Scorpio. Fortunately, Venus is going to speak sweetly. She's going to smooth things over this week for us. So we have to ask ourselves what we want. What is it that we want from this time? If you don't have what you want from this time, how do you get what you want? And, and, and do you know what you want? Was this just a massive confusion this year? Or do you have a clear idea what you want? She's asking us this week. So we, that's a big question. And then, you know, we go into the whole um, Scorpio season, which is, you know, brings Halloween and all that stuff. So, and that is it. This is, this is it for the week. So I thank you for listening. I'm Deb McBride. If you'd like to book a session with me, you can have a one-on-one conversation about your astrological chart with me, um, which is always interesting, fulfilling, fun and informative and you can do that by going to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and clicking clicking on book online and my instagram is also the golden astrologer where i make instagram videos about astrology and you can also find me at this podcast every week my twitter is at deb astrology and i thank you for listening I have much gratitude and I welcome you back each week. So have a beautiful week and I will see you next time.